Eric here, painless French grammar. Bonjour. Hello, and welcome back to FrenchPod101.com, the fastest, easiest, and most fun way to learn French. I'm joined in the studio by... Hello, everyone. Virginie here. Well, Eric, I'm surprised you didn't call in sick today. Why would I, Virginie? Well, remember, today is grammar day. You sound way too excited. Don't tell me you like grammar. Are you a grammarophobe? I'm against any sort of pain infliction, especially in languages. Who said it would be painful? Mr. Grammar did. Well, I have good news for you. Today, our focus is painless grammar. I don't believe you. Well, you should. We will try our best to introduce French grammar to our listeners without them feeling any symptoms of depression. How are you going to manage that? We will do our best to avoid any wandering in the troubled waters of French grammar by... Giving as many examples as possible? Yes! I love examples. I know. I need examples. To make it even more pleasant for you, Eric, you are going to be the one who picks the first grammar point we will talk about. You're too kind. What about the structure? How are words put together in a typical French sentence? Very nice. It's the best way to approach the grammar of any language. Is it very different than English? The basic sentence structure is actually the same as in English. Okay, so it's like subject, verb, object. Je mange la pomme. Je, subject, mange, verb, la pomme, object. Mm -hmm. Je mange une pomme. Je is I, mange is eat, une pomme is an apple. And the verb manger means to eat. So how would I say that I do not eat an apple? Easy. Just squeeze your verb mange between the two words ne and pas. Example. Je ne mange pas la pomme. I do not eat the apple. Another example? Of course. Je ne regarde pas la télé. I don't watch television. That's easy. So you're just putting regard in between ne and pas. Right. Je ne regarde pas la télé. I don't watch television. Now that we saw the basic structure of French grammar, it's time to detail a little bit. Let's start with who in the sentence does the action. The subject does the action. Yes, the subject or the person. In French, there are six of them. Again, just like in English. Okay, so like in that first sentence, when we say je mange, we're saying I eat. Yes. And then to say you eat, you would say... Tu manges. And to say he or she eats... Il mange is he eats. And elle mange is she eats. What about we eat? Nous mangeons. And you eat? Vous mangez. And vous in this sense is meaning either plural or the formal subject that we're talking to. Vous mangez is either you eat, formal, or you guys eat, plural. Got it. And what about plural, they eat? Il mange, for they eat, masculine, and elle mange, for they eat, feminine. Wow, okay. Well, that sounds a little bit more complicated than English conjugations. Yeah, it is, actually. That's because the verb form changes depending on which person leads the action. Like, nous mangeons is different than vous mangez, whereas in English, it's uh, I eat, you eat. It's the same thing. So it's like the words have these relationships? 
Yeah, they do. Verbs depend on their subject. Without a subject or a person, the verb is nothing. Just like me without you. So wait, the verb was manger, to eat. Are all the verbs similar in French? No, there are actually three different groups of verbs in French. We call them the first group, the second group, and the third group. That's pretty straightforward. But really, all you need to know is that all the verbs that end with er will be similarly conjugated. And all the verbs that end with... I-R will be conjugated the same way. Okay, and then I think I've heard the last group is the re verbs? Yeah. Okay, and then there's these irregular verbs too. Right, so the third group is a mix of re verbs and all the others are irregular. Okay, so I guess we better start practicing. Right, I think the best way to learn grammar is to observe carefully and to listen carefully, you will see that you will quickly even be able to deduct a rule, a pattern by yourself, just by hearing people speak and just by reading French, etc. It's not that hard. Okay. What about, um, I hear that there's a lot of like exceptions and stuff. You, you mentioned irregular verbs. Right, but there are not as many exceptions as you would accept. Uh, pretty much everything is there for a reason. I don't believe in the statement that says, oh, it's this way because it just is, Right. But sometimes that is the case. Uh, yeah, but again, not as much as people think. There is so much prejudice against French grammar these days. Okay, well, we don't want to be prejudiced now. Let's move on to our next exciting grammar matter, the verb modes. First of all, a quick reminder of what a verb mode is. It's an indicator of which way the verb expresses something. Absolutely. For example, if the speech is factual, the mode will be the indicative. That's the name of the mode, indicative. What do you mean factual? Well, the indicative mode expresses that the speech, and therefore the verb, is set in a real, actual context. That the action happened, is happening, or will be happening for sure. Okay, so you're indicating something. Right. So when I say je viens, which means I'm coming, I'm using the indicative mode. You see, you're really getting into grammar. I know, I'm a genius. What about je vais venir, I will come? Yeah, je vais venir, I will come. Same thing. It's again the indicative mode. The indicative is the mode we use the most. So what other modes are there in French? Like in English, we have the imperative mode. Ah, okay, I know this one very well. This is to express an order. It's true, you're so bussy. I'm sure you know it. Do you have an example for the use of the imperative mode? Viens ici. Viens ici, yeah, which means, come here, viens ici. Are you actually telling me that? Or are you <laughs> no, me not orders? at all. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't dream of doing that. Okay. I give really good examples. That's a nice example. So the third mode is the conditional, and it exists in English too. Could you tell us, Eric, uh, what kind of action it expresses? I guess that would be something that would depend on another event to occur. So this might occur if... Right, exactly. So again, this is like would in English. Mm -hmm. I would do my homework if you asked me to. Right. Okay, so there's one mode that I really have a lot of fear of, the subjunctive. It's a hard one. It's hard to figure out how to use it, actually. And I feel guilty all of a sudden. Don't feel guilty, just... Um... Can you explain a little bit? Okay. Let's see in which cases we would 
use it. When the speaker expresses an emotion, a judgment, fear, or a necessity. These are the four main usages for the subjunctive. Okay, so for example, if I want to say, I'm disappointed you're going to the movies without me. Which is an emotion. I would say, je suis déçu que tu ailles au cinéma sans moi. Yeah, right. You guys out there don't need to know what this sentence means exactly. You just need to know that we just used the subjunctive because he expressed an emotion, a regret. I guess the difficulty lies in that the subjunctive sounds very different from the other verbs. Yes, we'll have a lesson dedicated to the subjunctive soon, I promise. For now, we are just overviewing the basics. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. Okay, the French sentence structure is subject, verb, object, S, V, O. The verbs have three different modalities of expression, which are called the modes. Okay, and those are the indicative, which is the most common, the imperative, and the subjunctive. And to wrap up this verb-oriented conversation, I would just say that each of these modes contain tenses. And those are going to be used to express the past, the present, or the future. Right. Now, to get more familiar with the French tenses, I would highly recommend the lesson notes related to this lesson. Yes, and you will find an explanation for every single tense that's used in French. How to use them and how to conjugate them. I remember when I learned how to speak French back in the day, I was, I was really proud of when I got the tenses. And people could finally see that you weren't born yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. Now, let's take a quick look at the French article. So what are the articles for? Well, remember how we said that all the words are related to each other in a sentence? Right, okay, I do. Well, the articles are related to the noun attached to them. Okay, so if we go back to our first example, je mange la pomme, the article is la, as in la pomme. Right, je mange la pomme. Yes, and the noun pomme needs this little word to fully exist in the sentence. Okay, so they're like, the same as in English, where there are articles also. Yes, but there is one big difference, though. Yeah. Not only the articles in French introduce the word attached to them, they are also a great indicator of the gender of the word, because remember in French we have genders... Male and female objects then, huh? Okay, so let's talk about the two main types of articles. There's the definite and the indefinite article, right? Right. And this is like in English, the, as in the apple. The is le, L-E, le. And la, L-A. So le is male and la is female. So that would be je mange la pomme. And an apple is female in French. So je mange la pomme. So apples are women? That's funny. (laughs) Okay, but it's always funny to discover more and more words with their genders, right? Uh, You always end up trying to figure out why this is female and why that is male. So what about the other case? What if we want to say an apple? Then you would say une pomme. The indefinite article, which is a in English, in French will be une, U-N-E, for female, and un, U-N, for masculine, male. I would be saying, je mange une pomme. Je mange une pomme, yes, U-N-E. 
So it sounds kind of difficult knowing which gender to use. Is it male or is it female? Is there some kind of trick? Yeah, I can give you a hint. For example, all the words that end with sion, which is spelled T-I-O-N, are all female. Wow, really? Okay. Like, for instance, institution, institution, is female. Or, for example, la disparition, as in the disappearing. Right, exactly. Or la rotation, as in rotating. Mm-hmm. Now we should see how to say the plural article in French. Okay, great. And how do you do it? The plural article, the definite plural article is les, L-E-S. So you would say, je mange les pommes. If you want to say, I eat the apples, you would say, je mange les pommes. Okay, so you really, really need to love apples or else this lesson is kind of useless. <laughs> right, yeah. And I think we're going to stop now for today. Yeah, I think enough. Enough with the apples, right? Yeah, right. Okay, well, thanks a lot for Virginia. This is a great lesson. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, au revoir.